Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Now, like I mentioned at the very start of the show, I'm slightly off my head today. Allow me to explain. Uh, I've been up since uh, up until 3am this morning with our youngest daughter, Thea, who's two and a half. Uh, she had a night terror about a monster, God bless her. Uh, so she was up like that, like a shot. So I had to run in the room, check she was okay. Her heart was going like the clappers. So I, I took her downstairs with me, made her some toast, like her servant. And then she went back to bed. But then she said she doesn't like her bed and the monster's still in there. So I put her in bed with me and my other half, Katie. Then she started mucking about, whispering daddy and laughing and stuff like that. So back downstairs again, tried to bore her to sleep with some board game tutorial videos. That's genuinely what I do. If she's staying up, it ain't a party. This ain't the Hitman and her, early 90s reference. I put on a couple of board game tutorial videos and that didn't even work. She's impervious to them. So she kind of hung in there and literally uh, was up until three, finally gave in and went back to bed at three o'clock this morning. So I feel like I've been up all night. I feel like I've done an all-nighter. You remember those days we'd like walk back from a nightclub and the, and the, the sun was, com- was slowly coming up? I feel like I walked back from Torquay and then got dressed for work as a waiter. So first hour of the show, if something's been keeping you up for whatever reason, whether it's past 24 hours or the past week or recently, get in touch and share it with the group. Steve says, Saturday night, post-wedding celebrations in our hotel, I was kept awake by a church clock chiming every hour, even through the night. Yes, it sounded nice at times, but right the way through the night... You feel bad, like, being annoyed at God like that. You can keep it down, God. Do you know what I mean? Andrew says, three plainclothes police knocking on my door after midnight. Uh, I'd absolutely brick it if you had the police knocking. Wouldn't you think the worst? Uh, he says, asking if I know who owned the car parked in my cul-de-sac, which he helpfully puts in brackets dead end. Thanks for that, mate. Thanks for clarifying what cul-de-sac is. Uh, me and my pants trying to read his warrant card in the dark. Not a good look. They st- stayed outside till 3am, waiting for the scally. The car's still there. Keep us posted. Uh, Yvonne says, looking after my sister's dog, who thinks it's perfectly normal to start washing herself at 3am. It's not as if she's got a hot date. Good point. Uh, and Sam says, uh, someone goes for a run without fail at exactly 5.15am past our house every other day. The worst bit is they sound like they've got duck's feet. Uh, Woken instantly by flap, flap, flap receding into the distance. Zane says local foxes having uh, um, an amorous get-together. I had to change that last minute there reading that um, tweet on the fly. I always thought that was foxes fighting and then someone told me it's actually kind of going on a date and that's just changed everything for me. Uh, We've got Charlotte on the line right now. Charlotte, what's been keeping you up in your house? Uh, One of the twins woke up crying and then woke the other twin uh, and then they were crying so I had to pick which one to feed. Wow, I mean, a couple of my friends have got twins, and it just looks like um, it just looks like chaos. You just have to give over to the chaos for a little bit. How old are your twins? Uh, they're eight months at the moment, and we're myself and my husband. We're both paramedics, so we work twelve-hour shifts. So obviously, my husband was at work, so he's working. So I'm looking after the twins, and we just have to juggle really, and as well as my four-year-old as well. So, wow, God, yeah. flipping hell. It's all going on in your house as well. And you, you guys must be like strangers in the night, ships in the night, just passing passing by. Yeah, we are, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, God bless you. Well, you're obviously, you're both heroes for doing what you do. And there's loads of us listening to this that couldn't do that in a million years. So huge respect. And all the kid thing going on as well. Have you got a break coming up? Are you all going to be in the same room at the same time at some point? Uh, yeah, this weekend. We're spending the weekend together. Brilliant. So, what, what are you going to do? We're going to go to Ragnar Farm Park and go into the soft bay, and then my husband's going to take our four-year-old canoeing down the river. 
Fantastic. You're just going to chill out. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. Lovely to speak to you. Have an amazing holiday weekend. Thank you very much, you too. Uh, Ryan, this is quite weird. Ryan says, in the animation Lion King movie, after Mufasa is killed, is Scar playing with Mufasa's skull in the cave? Ryan, I've been doing this show for quite a while, mate. That might be the darkest uh, tweet or text we've had in, in a long time. Have a little word with yourself or a lie down. Uh, Robbie says, mass flooding in West London and pumping out people's basements of rainwater and backed up sewage all night with the London Fire Brigade. Just got home. Heroic effort last night. Unbelievable storms here. Befitting of the mood of the day, actually, yesterday. So, uh, unbelievable stuff there. If you've been kept up for whatever reason, maybe heroic, maybe a bit weird like Ryan. Uh, Sarah says, my cat's been keeping me awake. Uh, he jumped onto the extension roof below our bedroom window and me out to be let in. The husband lets him in, shuts the door downstairs. Two hours later, the cat has opened the door by jumping on the handle and is meowing on the landing to be let out again. Woke the whole house up. Uh, Serena, we've got on the line right now, has, has been kept up by a very unusual thing. Serena, explain what's keeping you up at night. So, my next door neighbour's almost 90 and she's decided it's a great idea that she plays the piano. She used to be a professional piano player. Yeah. And um, she likes to play almost every night, 3am. Wow. And uh, I couldn't believe it. It was so loud in my bedroom. I actually thought my husband had left on uh, speakers or... <laughs> Um, you know, some classical music that you've gone to sleep with without realising. Wow. So I was like, what so are what, you doing? What kind of stuff does she play classical music then? It's like you're down at the opera house or something. Yes, like Beethoven. I mean, she's amazing, but I don't want to hear it at 3am. It's weird, isn't it? Because, like, she's 90-odd, and you think that's brilliant. They've still got plucky spirit going on at that age. So you don't want to, like, come... You know, you, don't, you feel like you don't want to say anything to her, but at the same time, I guess you don't want to hear bark at 3am. Uh, I don't want to hear it. I'm absolutely exhausted. And then the other thing she does is uh, she sets off her house alarm, wakes up in the night, sets off the house alarm, and she can't hear it from in her house, so it, it's going until we go round there and ask her to turn it off. So you have got a 90-year-old hellraiser living next to you. Yep. Yeah, it's not good. Have you ever had a song stuck in your head that, like, won't go away? Uh, and at first it's, like, funny, and you think, oh, that's, that's obviously a good song. It reminds me of stuff stayed in my head for a bit. And then it, it goes beyond a joke, and things start to go a bit dark, and then it won't leave your head. Oh, this is exactly the situation I've got going on at the moment. I've had one song, a song stuck in my head now for, I think it's just over two weeks, just over two weeks and it's pushing me over the edge. I don't know why, but I've got this song stuck in my head. Hadaway. And you know, it's weird, isn't it? I don't know where that's come from. Like, I've not heard it anywhere or anything like that. It is a 90s banger. And it's mixed emotions, right? Because it reminds me of discos, being a teenager, Joe Bloggs tops, working as a glass collector in a holiday camp, drinking on golf courses at night with other people, not on my own. And then now it's just bubbled up from nowhere and it is just non-stop stuck, stuck in my head. If I get even a quiet moment to myself, I've got Hadaway, What Is Love going on? And I apologise in advance if this now means, me playing this to you means that you've got it stuck in your head. Is that how it works? Like yawns, if you see someone else yawn, you then start yawning? So I guess I'm after a little bit of advice in this hour of the show. First off, do you have an earworm, a song that's stuck in your head? How long has it been going on for? And thirdly, like, how do you get rid of it? Is there any tips on getting rid of this song? Because I love it. Hadaway's great and everything, but two weeks now is beyond a joke. Mark says, quick blast of God Save the Queen will get rid of your earworm. Is that official advice? 
Paul says, play the song from the start. Listen to it until the very end. It'll be gone from your head. I don't know. I don't think that's the case. I was listening to it again earlier on for that reason. And it's still there. Probably in your head now as well, unfortunately. Sorry about that. He says, trust me, I had Chaz and Dave's This Ain't Love stuck in my head years ago for some reason. And a friend told me to do that. And unbelievably, it worked. Any advice, please? I'd love to hear of it. Some weird cures coming in. Sean says, Highway to the Danger Zone from Top Gun gets rid of any song in your head. Someone says, sing Happy Birthday slowly twice. It's a bit Candyman three times in the mirror, that, isn't it? Uh, Caf's on the line right now. Caf, what have you got stuck in your head? It's the um, Italian National Anthem. You've got the Italian National Anthem stuck in your head? I have, yes. And is this just because of the Euros? And They have got a banger of a National Anthem, to be fair. In the final the other night, I was like, fair play, it's a good anthem. It's brilliant. It's really good. Uh, um, yeah, I literally only know the first three words, so they just keep going over and over in my head, and I'm just making everything up. Okay, and give us a little. If someone doesn't know or isn't au fait with the Italian national anthem, just give us a little bit of the bit that's stuck in your head. Fratelli Italia, Italia, la la la. La la la. Straight into la la la's real quick. So, is there any hope? I mean, I've got Hadaway, What Is Love. You've got the Italian national anthem. How do we how do we sort this out? I have no idea. Was it? Some of the suggestions that are coming in, uh, good speech there, Kath, uh, some of the suggestions that are coming in are dangerous because you don't want to replace, like, you know, one bad song with another bad song. No offence, Hadaway. Uh, Nicky Manchester says, to cure an earworm, simply listen to the Muppets song, Mana Mana. So I'm going to do this now. So if you've got a, if you've got like a song stuck in your head at the moment and it's and you just think, oh, just free me, hopefully this is going to work. It's quite dangerous. Let's see how we get on. Uh, Julian says, Bush, very good of you not to start booing when the lady was singing the, na- the Italian national anthem of earlier on. We're turning over a new leaf, Julian, mate. What can I say? Uh, sorry for anyone who's got songs stuck in there. It seems like a lot of people have this situation at the moment. Uh, Cray says, the communards don't leave me this way. It drives me nuts. One line in and the thing is there for days. Might have happened again even by just saying it. James Duffy says, mental as anything, live it up. He's had it in his head for four weeks straight. And Anthony Green's very cross uh, because he's now got Manumana stuck in his head. That was the danger of trying to cure everyone a little bit later on. That's right, it's the Tuesday Tombola. 100 balls with 100 different phone-in topics that all seemed a good idea when Richie and I were writing them in the pub just before lockdown. One of them's going to come out and that's going to be the topic for the final hour of the show. Producer Nick is over there. Nick, you ready to spin the Tombola? I'm ready. What a moment for you in your career. No pressure. No pressure. Let's spin it. Wonder what number is going to come out. The hand of fate will decide. Nick is going to reach in. What number have we got, Nick? 48. Number 48. First appearance for number 48. Let's have a little look. Oh, this is a good one. According to our little document here, number 48 uh, pertains to this. Phone in top. I love that, the word pertain. Previously unused on the Home Time Show. Here's the question. Have you ever had a crush on someone or something that doesn't exist? Fantasy character, something like that. In- inanimate object, anything goes. If you had a crush on someone or something that doesn't exist, I want to hear from you on Home Time tonight. Steve says, aged eight, I had a crush on Maria from the board game Guess Who. She looks so sophisticated in her green beret. I used to put her card under my pillow. This is normal, right? Maybe not, Steve, but I appreciate being uh, brave enough to text that into the show. Kaylee says, I used to fancy Robin, Robbie Sinclair, the teenage dinosaur from the dinosaurs. I think movie or TV show. It's basically, uh, as far as I can tell, a 
teenage dinosaur in a bomber jacket. That's what it seems to be. Uh, we've got Nigel on the line. Nigel, uh, which fictional crush did you have? It's uh, Melody Angel from uh, Captain Scarlet, who's the flight of fast jets. OK, now... I, I, <laughs> Captain Scarlet was just, 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 just before my time. I think they kind of repeated it a bit yeah. when I was a kid. So obviously this, yeah. this is a puppet. You, you, you're you in love with a puppy here at this point. She, she's pretty fit, to be truthful. OK. <laughs> OK, Nige. What was, what was so nice about the uh, puppet that you fancied? I don't know. I was, I was young and I was like, I thought she was like, she's going fast yet, didn't she? So... You're kind of lady. Yeah, Fan- <laughs> kind of lady, yeah. And did you ever, uh, when was the last time you saw Captain Scarlet? You don't really see it on TV anymore. Do you ever occasionally put it yeah. on YouTube on a Friday night or something like that? Yeah, I've, uh, I've put it on YouTube and um, found it and, uh, yeah, watched it a few times. <laughs> Living the dream. Good to speak to you. Thanks, Nigel. Living Nige. the dream, yeah. Take care. Bye Take bye. care. What a question. Have you ever had a crush on someone or something that doesn't exist? Uh, Simon says Pocahontas. Me and, me and all my mates used to fancy her. Beautiful and smart. Uh, Joe says Sooty. Joe, ask yourself some serious questions there, mate. Uh, and Sarah says, I still have a massive crush on Lumiere, the candlestick from Beauty and the Beast. When he's the candlestick, not when he turns into a person. And even found an adult Lumiere. Lumiere costume that I'm trying to convince my husband to wear. Suddenly things have got very, very dark. Uh, I mean, I do a little podcast in the week, a little solo podcast called The A to Z of Growing Up in the 80s. Don't know if you've had a listen to it. I'd be honoured if you did. It's out every uh, Monday morning, but I'm going through the 80s and talking about stuff in alphabetical order. Back at uh, D about three or four weeks ago, mentioned Dog Tanyon. My, my crush on a hypothetical character is, of course, Milady, the cat assassin or cat royalty from Dog Tanyon. Someone uh, emailed me the other day to say they're going to make it into a movie, Dog Tanyon, so watch this space. Uh, let's, go, let's go to the phones, though. Bessie has got an unusual one here. Bessie, tell everyone which person that doesn't exist that you fancy. So, when I was a little girl, and I'm sure loads of other people felt this way, and I really hope they did, I watched Lion King 2, the Disney animated film, and I fancied the lion. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not au fait with Lion King, right? So, what's the okay. name of the lion you fancied, and why was he so good looking? Kovu. Yeah, and I think it was because he was, had a bit of a bad boy sort of esque thing about him, and it was like the uh, black hair and the dark eyes, and then like the lady lion made him into a good boy, and it was like you know you, you can change him. Oh right, so was he was he a bit like Nick Cotton? Was he the Nick Cotton of the Lion King? Just always a bit kind of uh, leather jacket, collars up, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah bad boy if a lion could ride a motorbike i'm sure he'd have one fantastic so your uh, crush on someone or something that doesn't exist is kovu the lion from lion king 2 yeah i uh, love this text it says this is ellen from stevenage fred from scooby-doo was such a hunk uh, thanks for getting in touch we've got paul on the line paul please share with the group who your fictional crush was Chitara from the Thundercats when I was a young lad. <laughs> Chitara from the Thundercats. I remember the Thundercats cartoon. There was a couple of uh, female characters in it. There was was Ch- there was Chitara and then the other one. Who was the other one? Oh, the other one were younger though. They were like kids. It was Wiley, <laughs> okay. Kit. Wiley, Wiley right. Kit and Wiley Cat. Right. Yeah. Okay. Not either of those two. That's fair enough. That's fine. What was so nice about Chitara? Oh well, she was a real woman. Uh, she, <laughs> oh. she got the curve. She got the long blonde hair, but she could run extremely fast and kick butts so what's not to like and what, did she have like a weapon or was it just speed was her thing no she got like a it's like a big staff that she used to uh, beat everybody up with okay but just just to confirm she was like a cat that, that could stand upright though just just uh, uh, just underline well, that 
Oh, yeah, she was a cheater. <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> you've been listening to The Home Time Show on Absolute Radio. When you go home, you've been listening to The Home Time Show. The, the last bit of the guarantee. guarantee. Soon, May, your tea will come. You can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel. The Home Time Show is about the Essex Loop, the bird invasion, and I hate for Bing. The Home Time Show, we speak of pundit shoes and alas, called Leona. Soon may your tea will come. You can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel.